0: After 63 years, you figure that Buffalo fans would get used to this. I mean, let's just say this. Last couple of years, when they bowed out of the playoffs, Buffalo kind of held their head high, because, you know, they left it all out onto the field. Especially last year, when we were pretty much robbed against Kansas City. But, you know, this loss kind of seemed different. I mean, let's just face it, Cincinnati came in and did something that, you know what, it's almost like, uh, I I mean, I'm going to just say this, it's like inviting someone into your house, them coming up, punching your mother, and then when you complain about it, they say, oh, you like that, how about this, let me do it again, that's exactly what happened Sunday with Cincinnati. Joe Burrow and his arrogant buddies came in and I mean it was just like a line from Charlie Daniels' song Stroke Race." They'll knock you down, they'll push you around, they'll shove you up against the wall. And you always know when the engine blows that a man can't win them all. I know it isn't auto racing but still, you know, you can see the kind of symbolism or the allegory there. Cincinnati just bled out dominated on both sides of the ball. And Allen and the Bills could never get in sync. Of course, if you got in sync, how could you keep from going down the drain? That's kind of what it was like there. And of course, a couple things I noticed. You gotta wonder if there's going to be some pretty good changes ahead. I mean, I already know Brandon Bean who is one of the savviest and shrewdest general managers there is in sports and maybe all of, all of sports and football. He's got some work to do, especially with the salary cap. He's got to figure what contracts to restructure, who's going to be going and who's going to be coming. I can already say there's probably several Bills who played their last game. I mean, I think Cole Beasley, Devin Singulary, Quesenberry and others are probably moving on. But you know, you gotta wonder, is Stephon Diggs possibly moving on? How about that right near the end when you saw him screaming at Josh Allen there on the sideline and Allen tuning him out? You know, several years ago, that that's how Diggs got treated to Buffalo. Because people thought when he was in Minnesota, he was engaging in diva-like behavior. Is he starting it again? I mean, Allen, I mean, yeah, he's got things to clean up, especially during this off season. Because, I mean, he gets careless sometimes when he takes off and runs and holds that ball out there like it's a loaf of bread. He gets hit, that ball goes flying, turnover city. And, uh, I mean, Diggs, I mean, I know you're competitive. And, and, I mean, I know you're upset. But, you know what? You got to tone it down, Stefan. If you want to continue being part of this team, yeah, we admire your competitive spirit. But, how much is enough? And, uh, like I said, you got to wonder who we're going to draft. What coaches may be going. I.E. I. Frazier. Because, I mean, let's just say he is a candidate for head coaching positions. Maybe even they'll look at Dorsey. Who knows? But, I mean, this loss kind of seems different. As much as I love the Bills, this was really disappointing. Especially when we were favored to go to the Super Bowl. You know what? My hat's off to Buffalo for another somewhat successful season. But a disappointing way for it to end. And then you know what? It's going to be six long months. Seeing what happens in free agency Seeing what happens in the draft. And all the other stuff. Great season Buffalo. But I mean. you could have been better. And I mean speaking of Buffalo. I'm going to quickly throw a- another little subject on there. There's a new book out. I forget the author. But it talks all about. Buffalo sports curse that seems to be one thing that always seems to follow the city around not just with the Bills and the Sabres but other things like Buffalo's abbreviated time in the NBA with the Braves for eight years and their failed attempt to try to land a major league baseball team I know all too well because I lived through a lot of it I've lived through mo- most of Buffalo's failures with the football team and especially the, one- the four straight Super Bowls in that and how the Sabres always seem at times to be cursed. You know, the 1975 uh, Stanley Cup uh, final, especially with the bat and also at times with, with the uh, uh, skate and the goal a la Brett Hall there when we were in the Stanley Cup Finals against the Dallas Stars. I even re- lived. Uh, remember when I was eight, nine years old, the whole thing with the Braves. One more year, the Braves could have maybe rode the wave of popularity that came over the NBA when Magic and Bird came in. And I, I even remember when we tried to get the Major League Playoff team, how there were some backdoor deals that prevented buffalo from getting the team and when pilot field which it was which uh it was known as back then was built specifically but of course it's been a great uh, stadium for the bison's But of course that's triple a baseball i i mean let let's just say that is a pretty good book i suggest anybody who likes reading about buffalo sports history read that now I'm going to go from talking about that to talking about the Orange. It's going to be an interesting week coming up. But uh, right now, the basketball team starting to gel a little bit, but they haven't exactly come up big when they needed it. I knew it was going to be a little time for the freshmen to get acclimated and maybe gel, but they're starting to put it together a little bit. But this week is very important, especially if they want to impress the NCAA committee. Because, I mean, hey, North Carolina comes into the Dome tonight. They go down to Blacksburg to play Virginia Tech on Saturday. And Monday next week, they got a real chance to impress them when they play Virginia in the Dome. Because let's face it, right now, he asks somebody, especially of the NCAA committee, for the tournament, are you considering Syracuse and they're going, (laughs) yeah, especially the way they got, they got B-slapped against Illinois earlier in this year, Syracuse has not had a big quality win, and I mean, when they go against great opponents, especially like Miami last week, you know, they can't put it together. They just don't have the quality win. Upco- upcoming are games where they could get that quality win, a few quality wins, and maybe they can impress the NCA committee, as right now it looks as though the NIT's mostly looking at us, and maybe the CBI. And people are saying, "What the hell's the CBI?" Oh yeah, the college basketball Invitational. But I digress. You know, it's time for Syracuse to really start putting it together. The freshmen have started to come on. And you know what? Maybe this could be a good finish. But please, quit falling behind by double digits and then having to crawl back into it. You gotta have a consistent game all around. Come on, Cuse. You need to start putting it together. This, we're starting to head into the stretch. It's the end of January, February beckons. The last chance we really have to impress the voters. Let's go, Cuse. And speaking of basketball, yeah, the Waterloo girls just keep rolling along. It's like Old Man River. And I mean, I don't think Coach Bree is telling the ladies, Tote that bodge, lift that bail, and swing it! <clears throat> yep. Three Stooges allegories aside, they just keep rolling along. How about a nearly 50-point spanking of Penn Yan last night? They just keep rolling along, and they will keep rolling along. Hopefully to another undefeated regular season, another Section 5 title, and another big run to the state title, title game. And this time, hopefully, they'll win as for minders yeah our girls team they're a little bit better in fact they right now would be the second seed in class b2 but you know they gotta start putting it together if they're to win the b2 title because if they do guess what waterloo beckons and i mean but minders is boys team <sighs> after a good start look at how they're struggling well, they're a young team. and Maybe it'll take a year or two for them to gel and get going. And I mean, Waterloo's boys team, doing pretty good. But I mean, let's just say, I don't know whether they can contend for a Section 5 title. But of course, they're, like, like I said, the Waterloo girls. You know, Mike, ooh, feel the breeze, is going to keep them going. Keep on going, Waterloo girls. You're the Tigers I definitely want to root for, not the Cincinnati ones, especially with that arrogant prick of a quarterback they got making all those comments after they beat up on the Bills. You know what? I'm starting to dislike Burrow more and more. And you know what? I hope Patrick Mahomes can put him in his place. As yeah, Cincinnati and Kansas City for the AFC title. And San Francisco and Philadelphia for the NFC title. If you ask me who I'm picking, Kansas City for the AFC. And it's going to be a hard choice for the NFC. But I think Philadelphia probably has the talent. So yeah, those are my picks for the Super Bowl. When it comes time, I'll make my pick for the Super Bowl. But... That's all I got for this week. I'm Ken Haas, and that's my story, and I'm sticking to it.